Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymoe Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertine Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowes, Eel Tubber, Grand Celtic, Ballacadair United, Merville United, Kelglass and his Crown United. This is Youth Soccer on Ocean And here she is, Tina Byrne. Welcome. Thank you, Austin. It's good to see you again. It's been a while. It's been too long. It it's is been too been long. It's been too long, is right. Time to get back to... A new season of youth soccer up and running for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it been like getting up and running and togged out once again? Well, I think maybe after the last two years of challenges and stop-start seasons, I think most clubs were looking forward to a relatively straightforward get stuck in, get started, get registered and all that. And to be honest, it's been quite hectic because there's just a huge amount of coordination between our own league, the Sligo Leitrim League, in all the age groups. We have literally every age group running. Then you have to factor in Connacht Cup, SFAI Cup, all of those things. So trying to coordinate all of that for... um, our administrator and secretary and referee coordinators and just basically the committee in general it's 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 very very busy and it's really really hectic and especially when you're tr- you have like say this weekend past was evens weekend as we call it 12s 14s 16s and then next weekend will be pretty much the odd you know 13s 15s but trying to coordinate and then if clubs are looking for postponements or cancellations or all that it just compounds the challenge so really and truly I suppose just again to reiterate that it's very challenging and if it if a team needs uh, a postponement or a fixture not to be put on there has to be at least two weeks uh, notice given for something maybe an event or something like that because the league we, we just can't operate on on trying to schedule like not all referees aren't going to be available every weekend we're coming into a challenging time of year weather wise thankfully we have a lot of astro pitches available but some games are still going ahead on grass probably not for much longer but as you can appreciate it's it's not easy to just please everybody i suppose is what what i'm the message i'm trying to get across is we do our best but some sometimes it's it's not possible to 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 uh, you know to facilitate every request do you get many requests for cancellations oh well i like in fairness things are happening and people tr- are trying to like their players are involved in other things and all that and and again whereby like we were very sympathetic a lot of other codes will plow on and go ahead with their stuff so we have to try i suppose and like um t- make sure that our our um our sport is is uh, is taken seriously as well. That we're not always the ones bending over to facilitate other codes, you know. So what what we try and do is, if a club or a team needs uh, something not to be played on a weekend and they give adequate notice, that's fine. But when the fixtures are out and the referees appointed, and then you start shuffling around with times or days or dates or whatever, it just can 
So, somebody along the way, the referee may not get the message or, or whatever, and th- there's, you know, things happen then where, oh, the game on the fixtures list is for Saturday at three. Oh, that was changed to s- Saturday at six or whatever. So it, it just gets messy. So we try to stick yeah. with with the fixtures. Sure. I'm just wondering, like, does the, does the reason that the request is put in come into account? Like, obviously, if, if a player feels we're going to be, sh- a team feels we're going to be short players flus or head colds that's probably not going to cut too much ice with the authorities well, a club bereavement or something that affects a club well, in a, in a, in a, absolutely look a there'll be compassionate we, grounds there absolutely yeah. look we'll we look we'll always the, the compassionate grounds will always be um, considered most most um, sympathetically of absolutely there's never a question about that but the, when you're entering a team in the league the, the general consensus is make sure that you have a panel of players that if two or three of your players are not available that's your that's the purpose of your panel and again that brings me I suppose to the point of to making sure that especially at the younger age groups and I probably harp on about this a lot but it's for me it's really important that your your panel gets to play and gets to feel part of the team and that, that, that you utilise your panel, that you're not, especially and I stress this, especially at the, the young, younger age groups, 12s, 13s, 14s, that, that the panel is, you, you, you have your panel and that you utilise your panel and that you're not uh, looking for, oh we can't play because X or Y isn't available or whatever that you say, no, no, my panel is here, I'm going to put out a team, we're going to fulfil the fixture and again that's a, a huge thing for, for us is Enter, enter your team with an adequate panel that if people are out sick or have other things on that your panel is called on and you can you can have a starting 11 and your couple of subs and, and you're away with it like so you know that that's important to utilise okay. the panel Okay we're on 083 3500 by text and by WhatsApp so the message to finish that one uh, uh, Tina is the fixtures are the fixtures and if you do feel you've got a request a cancellation, try and get it in at least two weeks in oh, advance yeah. to give yeah, yeah. the organisers every yeah. chance to facilitate because that. Because as, as I said there, you have to appreciate a club wins maybe a kind of cup game, they're going, going into the next round, they take precedence. So the, our administrator is constantly watching all the other competitions and scoring off. And then if you lose in the first round, you automatically go into a shield. So that has to be considered. It's fantastic for the, the, the teams because they get loads of opportunities to play teams that they wouldn't normally play against, which I think is great. You see Sligo Leitrim teams heading up to Galway, heading to Mayo, Roscommon, all that. But again, it's, 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 uh, it gets tricky when then, you know, we're trying to fix our own league matches because we have to honour the external fixtures without question, the Connacht Cup and the SFAI Cup. They're fixed by a Connacht administrator and there's no um, there's no sort of, you know, leeway, like your fixture is your fixture. So we're trying to really adopt the same, that the league becomes slicker and that, you know, there's more certainty in fixtures and not sort of um, a lot of confusion about games going ahead or not. Okay, very good. And so, with that in mind, let's move into the action of the past seven days in your best James Alexander Gordon voice, Tina Byrne. It's results time of the evening again. Results time, yeah. As I said, it was was, uh, pretty much evens week with a couple of odds uh, at the start of the week. So, uh, boys under 15 group C, Boyle Celtic nil, Kulani United three. Boys under 15 group B, Strand Celtic six, Valley Rovers nil. Uh, Girls under 14, uh, Strand Celtic one, Arrow Harps three. Girls under 12 group A, Boyle Celtic six, Arrow Harps two. Boys under 15 group A, Manor Hamilton Rangers two, 
Boyle Celtic or Ballymote Celtic won. Um, on Saturday, we had Connacht Cup boys under 12, um, Innie FC 2, Boyle Celtic 3, Arrow Harps 2, Salt Hill Devon 4, Ballinrobe 0, Carrick Town 2, Ballymote Celtic 7, Kilchima Knock 0, Ballinasloe Town 0, Real Tubber 1, Strand Celtic 4, Merview 0, Connacht Cup boys under 14, Merville United 1, Toome Celtic 7, Ballinasloe Town 1, Boyle Celtic 4, St John 6, Sky Valley Rovers 0, Strand Celtic 4, Clare Morris 1, Real Tubber 9, St John's Athletic 5, God that was some score, uh, Connacht Cup boys under 16, Boyle Celtic 6, um, Ballyborough 3, Callery Bowes 0, Moyne FC 3, Ballisadere United 0, Westport 4, SFAI Girls Under 12, Yates United 5, uh, Newtown FC 3, SFAI Girls Under 14, Colga 0, Yates United 4, Ballyglass 2, Strand Celtic 0, um, SFAI Girls Under 16, Yates United 3, Westport 0, Ballisadere United 2, Kilchima Knock 3, Boys Under 14, Group C, Abbey United 2, Dromore Villa 3, Girls Under 13, Group B, Ben Bulban FC 4, Callery Bowes 1, Carricktown 1, Kulani United 4, Kilglass Innes Grown 5, Merville United 2, Real Tubber 3, Gertrude Celtic 0, Boys Under 16, Group B, Kilglass Innes Grown 0, Gertrude Celtic 3, Boys Under 16, Group C, uh, Dromore Villa 5, Strand Celtic 0, Girls under 13, Group A, Ballymote Celtic 6, Boyle Celtic 2, Connacht Shield Boys under 14, Ballisadere United 1, Carrick Town 4, Kilglass Innes Grown 3, Ballyhonus 0, Ben Bulban FC 0, Ballymote Celtic 3, Callery Bowes 4, Carrafin United 1, Yates United 2, Swinford United 2, 3, Kulani United 4, Ballina Town 0, Gertrude Celtic 3, West Coast United 0, Arrow Harps 4, Castlebar Celtic 2, Connacht Shield Boys under 16, Kulani United 3, Gort United 0, Glenhest Rovers 2, Real Tubber 0, Ballinrobe 0, Drumhair FC 3, Ballymote Celtic 3, Straden Foxford United 2, Yates United 3, Manola 0, Connacht Shield Girls under 16, Ballymote Celtic 3, Drumahair FC 2, Connacht Shield Boys under 12, Kulani United 3, Ben Bulban FC 4, Yates United 0, Kilglass Innes Grown 1, Carrafin United 4, Valley Rovers 3, Ballina Town 6, Gertrude Celtic 0, St Bernard's 4, Ballisadere United 0 and Merville United 3, Ballyhonus 0. So mixed fortunes there for some of the Sligo Leitrim clubs, some good wins there, one that probably comes to mind for me was uh, Yates United travelled to Galway and played Colga um, they had a very good win 4-0 um, I was talking to Kelly McHugh who was in goals for them um, she plays with Yates United so she sounds like she didn't have a whole pile to do um, <laughs> in, in the goals um, and the familiar name Hope O'Brien scored two as well so um I suppose when you travel away, you're not 100% sure. You don't know much about these away other teams. Um, but the, the Yates United always always seem to 
seem to to come away with a with a result. So yeah. I'm glad for for Kelly and all the team. So keep keep up the good work. The, the, the result that caught my eye was that 14 goal thriller know, you mentioned: Real Tubber nine, St John's Athletic from Roscommon five. I, I, I wonder did anybody video that? I I wonder. I mean, there like when you look at it, there was my God, like there was just it was a goal a goal fest, you know. And I wonder how the scoring went. I'm always curious. Like, yeah. did Tubber take an eight nil lead and then St John's came back, or you know? Okay. Sometimes that's uh, that's um, that's interesting. So again, as I said, I was reading results there for a long time. Every one of those has to have some level of organisation by uh, the teams. Referee is needed. The, f- the f- uh, facilities, the pitches are needed. All that kind of thing. So even to coordinate a fixture, if you if you were to jot down all the elements that go into it, you know it, there has to be a little bit of a, a little bit of work done there. So sure. well, well, well done to all the Sligo Leitrim teams who competed. Indeed. And in relation to scoring, Tina, you know uh, people listening this evening, whether you're from Carrick Town or Kilglass and Scone United, or Ben Bulban FC or uh, Merville, you know, you'll be listening out for your team in the various age groups. How did my team get on to the score? Did we win? Did we draw? Etc. Etc. The Under-11 League is starting next Sunday in Sligo Leitrim for boys and girls and for Under-11 players who might be listening or their mums and dads might be listening, this league is going to be a little bit different next Sunday in Cleaver. Well, it, it always has been, but, but I think um, it's it really the, the 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 sort of the core values of this league is it's non-competitive no scores to be recorded or published anywhere um to be fair most clubs and teams adhere to that but what I've noticed from going up there sometimes and from chatting to people and all that is, and you hear the kids saying, oh, we hammered them or we, oh, they were no good or whatever. We, we, we were, we're not even calling any of the, like there's a lot of teams have entered. So instead of going League A, B, C, D or 1, 2, 3, 4, because that denotes if you're in one, oh, you're either the best or the worst. So we've put names on them. We've like, we, we're calling, uh, say, one group of, of, of clubs that will play each other, La Liga. The next one is Serie A. The next one is the Bundesliga. We've the Premiership. We've, we've sort of adopted names from leagues, okay. some of the World League. Because again, I can't stress it enough. This is like a taster league for kids who have probably joined clubs and are playing maybe nine and ten and get getting their sort of the feel for football. And a lot of kids join at seven and eight and that's fantastic. But but really what we're trying to do here is it's it's a taster. Again, it's a strategic league to retain players in clubs to play Competitively, I'll I'll use that word loosely. Going up the grades. Okay, so this is this isn't your first time to try this at under eleven. Has it worked to date? Well, well, I I think it's a it's 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 really successful if all the parties involved, as in the people, the the club people, and all that, embrace it for what the, the sort of the mission statement of the league is, and that is to have a lot of little matches. There'll be like three pitches. You know, you, you know Cleaver, right? It'll be divided out and there'll be like this team versus this team and they'll be on for 15, 20 minutes and then another game. So when, when, you're, when your day is on, you'll have three or four games. And again, it's, it's about everybody playing, everybody, whether you're, you know, whether you're really good or weaker or need improvement, it's about getting everybody involved. It's about... Not the, the whether the ball goes into the net or not isn't the important thing. It's about getting people used to playing 
on a team, looking at maybe trying to structure it a little bit in terms of, you know, making sure they learn the basics, passing the ball, um, being getting used to playing maybe a position switch and then and maybe going to a different position. It's like, as I would call it, it's your classical taste or menu. Come up, have fun, enjoy your Sunday morning up in Cleaver and please don't be obsessed with results or we beat them last week or oh, two weeks ago we hammered them. We can't stress enough that this is non-competitive and it's it's really to try and take that sharp edge. I mean, it's it's not, for me anyway, to see kids looking to hammer another or even coaches, parents on the sideline encouraging that. I, I think that fundamentally isn't the way to go in terms of the longer term view of of, uh, yeah. of, of, of of teams. And I know some kids love to know, did we win? How much? How many How many goals did I score? How many? I, I honestly, it's, it's to try and retain players who will drift away if they don't feel that they're part of or valued on a little under 11 team. I just love to see them when they all get into their little huddle and well, somebody makes a mistake or whatever you want to call it, that they're encouraged, keep coming, come on, we'll try again, whatever. And that when they walk away, the first question I ask them all is, did you enjoy that? I, could, I don't care about the goals or the scores. or it, it's, it's immaterial. It's immaterial. And for me... The player retention is the key here. It's it's can clubs retain players and not lose them to other codes where maybe they feel that their contribution is more valued. Yeah. So what it means is that the result sequence for the under eleven girls and boys leagues won't appear in your Never. result sequence on a Sunday Ever. evening. And, and 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 I would please ask please no club or anything posting anything on under 11s in terms of scores on social media platforms that's not the intention it's to mention and say or, or we played this that or please I really don't want to see 16 nil going up because that that adds no value to either the winners or the losers I, 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 I was listening to a podcast recently by a very interesting guy and he said he went into a, a football match and it was four versus four indoors kids and there was one player who was fantastic and he was dribbling around everyone else on one team and he was scoring and they were winning four and five nil and his players on his team they didn't touch the ball because he was doing all the work and the other team were getting despondent but interestingly it was the winning team that asked for a change they said because they weren't part of it they weren't involved either even though they were winning the winning didn't wasn't the important thing. They wanted to dribble the ball. They wanted to kick it. This guy was doing it all. So they suggested swapping around and changing the team around a bit for more involvement. And I, I found that very interesting that even though the, they were winning, because they weren't part of the winning, like, you know, they had no, they were running up with the guy. He was dribbling around. He was scoring a goal. They'd run back, take a tip off. The other team would take a tip off. They'd, he'd do the same again. He was strong. He was taking over. But it was the winning team that got bored with winning. And that's really interesting. And they were all, I think, nine, eight and nine-year-olds. So it did prove to me that, you know, the, the, the kids taught the lesson there that they were fed up because the winning wasn't their priority. They all wanted to be part of, you know, kicking it, taking a throw, maybe, you know, going over, taking a free kick, whatever the activity was. But but I, I just thought that is exactly what 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 we're trying to encourage here is um is 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 the the taster go in and have fun go in and enjoy it go in and and learn a, a few skills like go in and learn to dribble with both feet maybe go, you know whatever and 
down the road if, if that's what it'll be that's what it'll be but I really want to stress the importance of not to publish results and please the emphasis isn't on and and I feel already with some of the requests we're getting is like oh you know who's who's in our pool and oh god you know whatever it doesn't it shouldn't matter if who's in your you know it's the whole point of it is go and play play football and enjoy it very good. I, Next I, Sunday morning in Cleaver, yeah. the boys and girls under 11 and slightly to And I think all the fixtures, if for any clubs that are wondering, gosh, we entered, I don't know, the fixtures have all gone out to the league secretaries for the plan for next Sunday because it did take a little bit of time to try and coordinate. Some clubs have entered four teams. That's fantastic that they have four, the guts of four worth of whatever, eight side, seven aside, whatever it is to, to enter. That's really fantastic. But I hope that everything is sort of evened out, that they don't have a, a group of strong players on one team. I don't know. But I hope, hopefully now we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll slowly but surely, uh, you know, get that message across. And I have no problem. I love competition. I love, you know, uh, but I think appropriately, I think, you know, competitiveness and scores and recording and all that is a, at an appropriate level. But not for a little nine or eight-year-old coming in with their favourite maybe... Sligo Rovers jersey on them or their Ireland jersey on them and to not get a touch of the ball I, I don't see the point in that Okay, very well and passionately explained <laughs> Tina Byrne yep. uh, let, let's do our social media browse Valley Rovers are looking for a, a new adult men's soccer manager that job doesn't interest you does it? <laughs> I, I, whatever about talking, I, I don't know if I'd, uh, if I, I think I'd frighten them. Although they had their first win, so Did well it? done to them. And also, I can I thank whoever is uh, conducting their social media, especially on their Twitter, because they tag me every weekend on all the youth uh, results and all that. And my my aim is that I will have a day um, to, to go around to, to different clubs and all that, just to kind of maybe do a feature club for for the podcast some uh, every Sunday. I want to kind of change it around this year but I have to thank uh, Valley Rovers because without fail every week on every single underage fixture so I don't know maybe it's Fergal I'm not sure but um, I get them all and again it's trying to put a bit of structure on on this podcast going forward um, but again they're, they're, um, they're, they're going well and again compliments to Yates United they are very active on social media, so it makes my job an awful lot easier. And I think their boys had an excellent win against Swinford, uh, a 3-2, which sounded like an absolute humdinger of a game. Um, I must read up on that now because uh, they had a very good win. Again, it must have been in the Connacht Cup. And as I mentioned, their under-14 girls were up in Calga and they had a good win as well. So, um, But most teams have a level of social media which is fantastic for people like me who just try and collate a lot of, a lot of the data and, and use it for, for, the, for this podcast and that's kind of where, where I hope to go. Very good. So lots happening Tina and uh, weather permitting I suppose the, the weather is the unknown factor in terms of keeping a pace with your fixture well, calendar. The only thing I would say is most, most Astra fixtures will go ahead bar something really you know particularly difficult on a weather day you know a, a shower of rain isn't going to um isn't going to hurt anybody but if if it's if it's uh, ice or frost or snow that that's a different story but uh please god we'll be able to at least maintain all our, our as many fixtures as possible and again thank you to all the clubs who have made astra facilities available and i know sometimes it is a bit inconvenient for some clubs having to travel but the certainty of the game going ahead is much greater 
rather than travelling to a grass pitch and the game potentially being called off. Um, I went to Manor Hamilton myself last Saturday and it was a, hor- a horrific morning and fair play to the, the boys, both teams who played their hearts out to um, on a grass pitch. It was very heavy for them. They were under 13s, but uh, a good game, um, no doubt. But they felt it like because the the the, the pitch was pitch was was quite heavy and the the team I was with would be used to more used to um, working on an Astra pitch. So I think they found it a little bit challenging. Okay. Can Very I good. just mention yeah. one more thing? It's just about the um, registration. We um, we've been re- the FAI net, and I'm sure any administrative person will be familiar with FAI net, where you register your players. Well, they're transitioning um, across to a new registration, and the data migration is happening. Um, is happening in December and they had sort of suggested that we don't play any games but really what it affects is player registration. So if you want to have somebody registered please have it done uh, the first week in December if you have a player that you want to register because there will be a period of time probably a week for data migration across from one system to another so don't rely don't leave it to the last minute if you have any players you need to register get them done um, I would say the first week in December latest because we will be in a lockdown then in terms of oh god I used that awful word didn't I we'll be in a lockdown <laughs> with registrations for um, probably the guts of a week or two weeks and then we'll be stopping then probably for a period of time over Christmas for uh, maybe a week or that you know but just in terms of registration don't leave if you have a player or players please get them up now so we so it won't affect them playing that for a fixture sure. um, in uh, that week in December Tina very good well explained as always it's good to have you back I feel the programme is back in tune with the moon <laughs> and the tides again is the feng shui in the studio is right good, like yeah okay. we'll talk to you next Sunday thank, thank you so thank much you. thank you Austin Abbey United Kalani United Arrowheart Ahana Celtic Ballymore Celtic Manor Rangers Ben Bulbin FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertine Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tober, Grand Celtic, Ballacadair United, Merville United, Kilglass, Ennis Crown United. This is you, soccer on Ocean FM!